Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined by, for the first time in a long time, my buddy Calvin in Seattle. What up, Calvin? Hey, hey, Patrick. <laughs> Man, you, you look so sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exhausted, actually. Yeah. Depressed, exhausted, sad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Warriors, they lost game two, 114 and 106 to the Kings in Sacramento. Sack lit the beam uh, once again. And man, this was this was tough. We were we were uh, online chatting in uh, on Discord and um, with some other folks. And it was it was intense. This game was oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. What? What are your first impressions? Like, what are the things that, uh, uh, you know, kind of caught your attention the most in this game? Because there's a ton. I, I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing was um, just the energy. You know, I mean, Sack came out really swinging. Um, they just brought that defensive energy. I mean, they, they they caused a bunch of turnovers. I mean, somehow we outscored them in that first, that first I don't know, it was like eight minutes or so. Um mm-hmm. Which was which was kind of um, you know was was surprising, um, uh, but uh, they they definitely seemed like their energy was you know way higher than ours was. Um, so I think that was that was kind of the the start of the first quarter, right? Um, and then we had some like end of quarter plays that failed. I think I think uh, first quarter Jordan pulled in a shot off. Second quarter I forget was it Clay mm-hmm, that did mm-hmm. get a shot off. Yeah, off his foot. Right. Um, yeah, and then obviously foul trouble in the third quarter was just dooming. Um, and then I think we, you know, we never regained the momentum after that. And I mean, I gotta give it to De'Aaron Fox, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like in the clutch, that man can shoot. So um, you know, I think it, it turned into a shootout at the end, and they made shots, and we didn't. Same story as last time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because the Warriors they ended up with I think after one quarter it was like seven turnovers and they were up by six still and Steve Kerr on TV at uh, the the coach interview between quarters or whatever uh, he didn't he said he was fine with the turnovers and that they were playing good defense and guess what in the second quarter uh, sack drops 41 <laughs> so it's pretty uh, uh pretty sweet defense there but yeah to me the the sloppiness and the general lack of focus. And, you know, I always talk about the Warriors and these these bad non-championship habits that they've shown us throughout the season. And, you know, you can flip the switch and, and, and play hard and play focused and play with intensity. But then these, these stumbles, these uh, just self-inflicted mistakes and errors – uh those those manifest themselves in these high pressure situations and i think you know especially with steph clay and dre leading the team in turnovers at half i think what it was like 15 turnovers at halftime or something it was it was something ridiculous it was like a full game's worth of turnovers and draymond had four steph had three clay had two and those are your <laughs> those are your championship core guys, right? Those are the guys who are supposed to be able to uh, uh, know 
how to play. And we know these guys toss the ball all over the court, right? Like that's part of yeah, who yeah. they've been. But lately they've been really sloppy. And in this one, I mean, they were throwing passes on cuts that were not even there. And they were hitting Kings players in the leg and the ankles on those passes. And they were also, you know, the whole team, they were like lofting passes, you know, up in the air across the court and they were just getting picked off. And it was a general just sense that, you know, not valuing possessions. And as we all know, you don't value those possessions, even, I mean, especially in the playoffs, then on the road, you can get smoked. They were lucky enough to to fight back into this game. But like you said, they just didn't hit enough shots and, or get enough stops, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it kind of, to me that kind of spoke to the the energy mismatch between the two teams. You know, the um, the passes weren't as crisp. You know, the cuts weren't as crisp, and so like passes that they would normally make, you know, they just um, because the Kings were just more active and more. You know, they they were getting to those passing lanes faster. They were covering on defense much faster, and so that's that's what I think sort of you know contributed to the disruption um, and caused a bunch of those turnovers. Um, I think to your point too, you know, like this is, this is, this is the type of team that, and we've seen this time and time again, they just sort of turn that switch on and they sort of expect that once they do that, they'll pull it out. That's why they always have faith, faith, you know, that, that they're going to be able to pull it out in the end. And I mean, two games in a row now that, that did not manifest. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the, I think the other thing that, you know, we kind of talked about in our discord was, um, you know, we should have been driving, to the hole a lot more and you know this team tends to live and lately you know kind of die on the on the outside shot mm -hmm. um you saw some of that you know today again right um it wasn't really until the fourth where we were I, I don't know what happened but like the 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 king's defense really opened up and steph started driving to the hole you know a bunch right um yeah and then we sort of reverted to shooting and it turned into a shootout between between the Kings and, and us and they were making shots and we weren't. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors only shot, only shot 32 and a half percent, 13 and 40. Luckily the Kings shot an abysmal 23, 24%, nine for 38. So that's like one of the saving graces that actually kept them in the game. In general, I give a ton of credit to Mike Brown because obviously he knows this Warriors team really, really well. And he, has been to the finals a few times himself, or at least a couple times. And I think that he knows, he knows how important this game too was. He knows what the Warriors coaching staff, what their vets are thinking. They're thinking like, we just need a split. And he's like, don't give them the split. You know what I mean? I'm sitting here saying, oh, we just need a split. <laughs> but but uh, Mike Brown is, you know, focusing on on that and he has his guys ready and i said this after game one that he knows the warriors will miss make mistakes that they will toss the ball all over the place so if they win this series the kings do like man uh I, i'm frustrated with the kings right now but i'm still you know <laughs> i still will root for uh, uh coach mike brown to make it through it's interesting to me like, you know, I, uh, I'd said 
to you throughout or said in general and uh you uh you challenged me on this but we haven't talked about it that you know i talk about coming is going to be the second best player on this team in a couple years oh. uh i don't i'm not going to use this game as, <laughs> as uh, an example to uh get into that conversation uh, we might have to table that for a while but but um it's fascinating to me like how Kaminga, four minutes, his stat line is all zeros except for a one in the rebound column and uh, a one next to a zero for a minus 10 on the night. And we saw Moses Moody, actually, and somebody on YouTube suggested that Moody should play. And he played eight minutes. He <laughs> he fouled two times like right away. He got them in the bonus almost, right? Like right. it was him. Uh, but he got some minutes. But like, you know, Poole, we know he had a, a kind of a bum ankle, man, but 16 minutes, one for seven from the field, over three, uh, minus four, three boards, one assist, kind of not even out there. You know, he's getting played off the court on the defensive end. Totally, yeah. And I, I think he, I see he is only credited with one turnover, but I'm pretty sure he had more than that. Yeah. Or was involved in more than that. Like, he had the one where he dribbled off his leg, which seems to be like, a common, a pretty common thing with him. Um, a couple times, like spin moves, like forgot the ball. Um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, not a good game for Jordan. Yeah, he had a couple back-to-back plays where he he flubbed the ball and whatever, and um, and and lost it. And then I think on the third possession, he made a layup, or whatnot. But and it, you know, it's it's tough because we're seeing like Steph, like you said, he was going to the basket more, and you would see him you know, stick his arms out to the ref being like, Hey, where's the foul call? And, um, you know, we, we know he doesn't get a ton of calls, but I'll be honest, there's a part of me that's like, well, that's what you get for not arguing for calls <laughs> during the regular season. Sometimes I, you know, you could just say he's like, he's Steph Curry and he should get these calls, but like these refs are not going to give, uh, give them to him. Yeah. He's never gotten the calls. I feel like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, it sucks. Cause I've always felt that, Kerr, at least on his behalf, should argue for calls for him more often because of uh, uh, all the the beating he takes in general, right? Like there's a there's a few out there yeah. on this one tonight. Um, in this one that uh, he definitely should uh, should have gotten. But <laughs> man, what do you think uh, of Sabonis's um, acting job on the? Uh, you know, like I, I told you before we started recording that on the uh, on ESPN.com, the headline off to the side says uh, Draymond kicks Sabonis ejected or something from game two. And it will like it wasn't a kick. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely like an acting job. You know, yes, Draymond stepped on him. But it was more of a reaction, not like a you know a reaction to being grabbed. And then when he jumped off, it's not like he tra- he jumped off the leg that was that was on Sabonis's body, right? He he jumped off the other leg to try to free his leg from the hold, you know. So it, yeah, it, it was a, it was an unfortunate play. Um, you know, I I don't think Dre's antics and his history sort of helped that call. You know, like I, you know I I think that that hurt that hurt the situation and, you know, Dre not being on the floor with Looney, I think with five fouls, you know, like, and, and really nobody to stop Sabonis. Um, 
that was that was painful for the for for the Dubs. You know, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that we were going to get a that the Kings were going to get a better game out of Sabonis. Um, that was pretty obvious following the first game. Yeah, and that that was it's pretty obvious. Like that that should be part of the main game plan. You know, for at least three quarters um, for the Kings. Um, so, you know, staying on the floor um, with our bigs was was going to be pretty important um, in general. And I, th- I think Kerr really struggled with keeping um, keeping a lineup out there that could um, somewhat counter Sabonis. You know, if, if you're a Kings fan, you sort of credit Sabonis for playing the game. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a journalist, you're going to milk this story for what it's worth, right, and put ridiculous storylines out there. Yeah. Um, if you're Dre, you know, like you could sort of see him outing during the uh, broadcast – I love this stuff. I love this stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. um, and I think he was going back and forth with the fans sort of egging on the energy. And, you know, I know that he really thrives off that, or at least he says he does, you know, and I'm not sure that everyone else really thrives off that. And <laughs> I certainly, I would prefer for him to be on the full, on the court, you know, rather than in the locker room. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, I think overall just a kind of an unfortunate incident. I, I don't think he, meant to meant to do it he just he reacted and couldn't contain he you know he couldn't contain himself to sort of just stop and then tr- like point to the sabonis you know pulling his leg that's what i think that's what like other players would do right he sort of he tried to he tried to he reacted like i mean it kind of reminded me a little bit of the lebron mm-hmm. you know groin slap play right it, it was just like hey this was like a a playground reaction that just showed you know he he couldn't contain that right so unfortunate but but no ill will i don't think um and certainly not not gonna be you know not 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 warranting um the whatever the journal the journalists are gonna make out of this yeah it was definitely something where he could have just like fallen over if he wanted to act it out or something like that but you know i get it the frustration and he pulls and like he (laughs) the the acting job by sabonis as if he just had like his his uh as if, he just, yeah. as if he just had his ribs cracked uh and then yeah. he takes a charge from steph and because it's a different context it's like he does you know he gets up as if it didn't bother him you know what i mean he's he, he's obviously fine yeah. but I, I, don't, I mean we should i don't understand how he was still in the game he should have been carted off you know yeah exactly and you know on the flip side if if he's on your team you're like okay he's taking advantage of the situation credit to him for yeah. Knowing just like LeBron did, I mean, to uh, to bait, yeah, totally. uh, to bait uh, Draymond. Somebody in the Discord said something about how none of the Kings were talking or responding to Draymond and stuff because they know that gets him going. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was actually pretty a pretty good observation. And then this thing yeah. just uh, sent him uh, off the edge. Again, you're talking about Darren Fox. I just got to talk about Malik Monk. Um, that dude is, he's so much like Jamal Crawford right now that yeah. it's driving me insane. You cannot stop <laughs> these two super quick guards. And yeah. I mean, hey, I will say, and you know, we'll see how it travels, right? Because an O2 hole is tough. Um, but you know, then all of a sudden the talk goes from like, okay, Warriors and, um, you know, they'll, they'll get the split to like, okay, get one, get one. That's it. Get one at home, protect your home court, and then try to get one, uh, in, uh, Sacramento, the next 
chance you get. We'll see how some of these other guys play for um, the Kings when they get to uh, Chase Center, man. But Malik Monk, six for 15, three for seven from three, 18 points. Yeah, there was a time like after the Warriors signed Jordan Poole, I was like, is Malik Monk better? You know? <laughs> Uh, we'll see. I mean, today he was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. today and the day before, the game before. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about the game before. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but today there was like a head-to-head matchup. You know, in in I think it was the second quarter. Right, um, Steph was sitting, and it was you know it was Pool versus Malik. Basically, mm-hmm. Malik Monk hit I think three threes in a row. You know, and after the first one, you're like, "Hey, do not let this man!" I I jumped up, I was screaming, I was like, "Do not let this man get hot!" You know, and <laughs> of course, you know, um, I think I texted you. Yeah, he 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 scored three, uh, two more times, two more threes. So, um, and then I think I texted you because I noticed that Jordan Poole, I think on four consecutive possessions, had not passed the ball, um, and uh, <laughs> and I think that, that stretch, I think, I think Clay was the only one that made a shot, right? So. Out of in four possessions, so three out of four possessions was um, uh, Jordan, uh, with I think during that stretch two turnovers. Um, so man, and then, and then yeah, and then you know Steve called the timeout right after that um, last three by uh, Malik. Twenty turnovers for the Warriors, fourteen for the Kings. The fouling ended up kind of evening out. Twenty six for the Warriors, twenty five for the Kings. Uh, rebounds forty one apiece, although. This, uh, the Kings got three more offensive rebounds than the Warriors. And uh, so I was just going to comment really on the really quick on the foul situation because right. the foul situation, um, I mean, it did even out, but you know, in the third quarter, like we were playing in the bonus, I think from like a minute, you know, 30 in mm-hmm. or something, something crazy. Right. So, uh, you know, you, even though at the end it, it sort of evened out, like there was definitely an advantage, um, uh, to how the fouling played out um, for the Kings. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, when they got into the third quarter and they got to the bonus with like 10, 10, 40, 10, 30 left, yeah. uh, it was like, okay, I think they were up. The Kings were four or five. They ended up uh, eight at the end of the third, so it wasn't as bad. But they did the thing that you would expect to do, right, which is yeah. drive to the basket, get – try to get contact fouls, whatever. And it worked for them, but uh, you know, which obviously the Warriors didn't do in the fourth quarter of game one, but the lack of size when Draymond went out, I mean, even when Draymond was there and then Draymond goes out and Looney's in foul trouble. And then, you know, (laughs) uh, Kaminga has been ineffective and, then they even tried Jamichael Green in there, and I was like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> oh, man. I was calling for Anthony Lamb. Jamichael <laughs> yeah. Green got a whopping one minute and got one oh, foul. Man, uh, <laughs> so let me uh, ask you: What do the Warriors need to do, and what do you think their chances are? Uh, moving forward. Yeah, I think the narrative, you know, I think is, you know, it's pr- pretty predictable. You know, they're going to say, hey, you know, Sacramento did what they had to do. They held court, right? Right. We, now we start to, we got to go and hold court on our side and then it's, it's going to be a brand new series. Um, I think we can do that. You know, I, I, um, 
SAC has been a pretty, like, I think they, they had a pretty decent road, road record. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But we obviously had like a, a terrible road record and were incredible at home. So hopefully, you know, um, we didn't fix the road issues. Um, so hopefully, you know, we're, we'll still be good at home. So hopefully that'll hold true. Um, I mean, there's, there's some silver linings here, right? Like, I mean, Wiggins is back to being the second best player for us. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. He was, he was incredible today yeah. at both ends of the floor. You know, he was, he was, I don't, I don't think the plus minus really reflects, you know, like how incredible he was. Mm -hmm. um, especially like uh, stopping the moment, any momentum that, you know, um, I mean, they had a lot of momentum, but, but Wiggs was kind of like the guy, right. Um, and Steph uh, towards the end of the game. Um, to stop those momentum runs. Um, so I, I do think that at home, you know, our shooting is going to be better. Um, our energy is going to be better. Um, uh, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll, I think, I, I think our chances of, of taking two at home are good. Uh, yeah. I don't think the series is over. Um, I think that again, like, yeah, just get the next one, get the one after that. I think that they got to figure out a way to get more from pool and Kaminga. I mean, those are the two young guys that they uh, have relied on for the last several months. And at home, I expect them to play better. And then, you know, I think the general concern is just, uh, I mean, throughout the whole season, right. It's been about like, we know what they can be, but they haven't been consistent enough and they make too many mistakes. And uh, game one was encouraging. This, the fact that they were able to battle back is always encouraging, but the the turnovers and whatnot, I mean, that's just rough. That's rough. And the foul trouble and all that jazz. So, you know, hopefully they clean that stuff up, but it's been... I mean, throughout the season, it's like, hopefully they clean that stuff up. They just got to clean that stuff up. You know what I mean? Like that's right. kind of, yeah, yeah. I probably said that thousands of times <laughs> this season. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, that's part of it. It's like, but do we trust this team enough? I mean, this was one where, and you know, I fully admit that I was on board with some of the moves they made in the off season, but like, this is a game where you really miss somebody like or both Bielitsa and Otto Porter Jr., two guys who could play Sabonis pretty decently, right? right and right. uh they don't have anybody after Draymond, after Looney that can step up because yeah, as much really as know. you know Kaminga's made strides, he doesn't have the experience or the wherewithal that maybe you know Otto Porter Jr. had, of course, you know. And Bielitsa, you know, he was just willing to get in there and use his 6'9", 6'10", doughy frame <laughs> to, to, to uh, really Zero battle. definition frame. <laughs> yeah, to, to battle dudes, right? So they don't have that. So when you look at their bench, I mean, that's why they're you're seeing these four-guard lineups that are quick, but they're very vulnerable. I mean, you, you run out uh, right. Steph, Poole, uh, DiVincenzo and Peyton, and that's six three, six four, uh, six three and a half, and then six two. So it gives me a little like just pause in the sense that okay, all right, we can get through this series, but then depending on who they could run into in the second round, if they were to get that far, then it's like, hmm, 
<laughs> uh, you called me out for having that super Homer like uh, episode of uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. was it was it the, the playoff, playoff, playoff preview right with me and uh, yeah, yeah. Buddy Aram and I mean we were if you listen to it if you listen to the whole thing if you just didn't just say oh enough yeah. of this uh, we were very self aware of how uh, we would just be like yeah Warriors though you know. <laughs> <laughs> we would we would talk about the uh, a series and be you know talk about like the the pros and cons and like the right. the other team and how they have a chance but then we'd be like yeah but you know warriors but you know fully you know I'll admit like I expect them to I've expected them to get through the series but Sacramento's really Im- impressed me but I know that the warriors are very very vulnerable I mean we've talked about it all all season long yeah. so how worried are you now on a scale of one to 10? Uh, I would say I'm probably like closer to a five right now. And what were you after game one? I was like, like a three, Mm. you know, like, like it was like, okay, let's see what happens in game two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, that was kind of my, um, because they had, you know, they had like, Two incredible games, you know, from their guards, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Malik Monk, uh, De'Aaron Fox, right? Like, like, and and th- that didn't play out again, right? And then, and then we all sort of knew, okay, well, Sabonis had a, you know, bad game, but that's that's not going to be the case. So let's see what let's see what that that is going to be like. Um, uh, but yeah, this this second game now that we've sort of seen, um, we've seen the Kings respond to a uh, surges by the warriors mm-hmm. um and we've seen the like late game antics uh play out in their favor mm-hmm. two games in a row um you know, now i'm like okay well you know this this team might we might not figure this team out in time you know because that's you know like like i i always you know what, what's always happened is that the warriors will figure a team out and i'm not right. sure that we have all that much time to figure our own stuff out and figure this team out, you know? Um, so that's, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a little bit more worried. I think I'll be at like a seven, you know, level seven, level um, eight, nine, 10 worried, you know, kind of if, if we lose, if we drop the home game, then, then I'll, I will be, you know, then it's going to be really bad. I mean, we'll also be down. Three <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the worried level, like jumps <laughs> a few spots yeah, if you go down. Yeah, uh, if you go down three zero, and then even if you go down, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, three zero is gonna be three zero is gonna be yeah, it's pretty worried at that point. <laughs> starting, starting, to about the, starting to think about moves we need to make in the off season, you know, right? But the the clay signing chatter will kind of dominate, you know, the conversation from them that point on right right i was i was impressed by harrison barnes you know he's caught a lot of flack over the years <laughs> especially in uh warriors land about uh you know game seven 2016 couldn't hit a shot yeah uh but yeah. even though he's only five for 13 in this one and only three of five from the line uh six boards three steals two big dunks one kind That's of on clay one was on clay and the other was clay was in the vicinity. Yeah. But I think one of those dunks was, uh, it was on, uh, it was on Gary. No, yeah. it's like Gary sort of missed the assignment. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this, but, um, we got no points out of Dante this game. 
Yeah, uh, he, yeah. He, didn't even, he didn't even attempt a shot. Yeah, which is like I mean, I you know I, I've said after the first game that he might not be a good matchup in this one because because they have two quick guards, right? Two quick guards that uh, I thought that the Warriors would have enough perimeter defenders to to put against. But the thing that is interesting, it's like I'm trying to because with DiVincenzo, it's like. I thought they would try Kamenga and they did. And I don't think that worked out as well. Um, but DiVincenzo, he's, you know, not as as quick or as athletic as Peyton, even though I like DiVincenzo a lot. So, I mean, when you're looking at Fox and Malik Monk, those guys are like <laughs> really, really quick. Like they're top level quick in this league. Yeah. So that's rough. And I was going to ask, like I'm, I was trying to figure out the Warriors in – this dynasty run, they faced so many point guards, scoring point guards, who uh, gave them problems, right? Like, I'm trying to think. Can you think of any others? Because I'm going to ask you to 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 tell me where you think Fox ranks. Because there's there's Kyrie, there's yeah. Jaw, there's Dame, there's Ky- Russ. I mean, for sure, Kyrie and Jaw, right? Um, Russ, but Russ kind of he was kind of like an impl- self imploding. Yeah, he never know, gave the Warriors uh, problems. They just let him do whatever. Right. And then Dame, yeah. Dame, Dame it's never had help. Man. He never had help. Exactly. I mean, um, and I think in this case, it's like because they could put Fox next to um, a shooter like uh, Herder, yeah. and then they could put Monk in there. That. I don't know. They just can't figure figure it out, and because they can't hide, pool, you know, he gets burned, or they they take him out. And the thing about you know, compare pool to Monk, it's like I I, I said this during the season that pool he has athleticism, right? We've seen him dunk easily and whatnot. But when he drives, a lot of it is below the rim, and he just tries to get it past people. That's why he gets swatted a lot. He ends up on the ground because he doesn't have that explosion. You get Malik Monk. That guy gets up. <laughs> that guy gets high. Yeah, does. So does Fox. Yeah, I don't know. I can, I kind of like Dante um, a bit better than Cool um, uh, in these matchups, just because he, he he gives us a little bit more balance. I feel like Cool is so often out of the play. Yeah, you know. Um, so so I was I'm, I was hoping to to get more of Dante. Um, I mean, I mean, honestly, like one of the, one of the things that was been really challenging to watch is like we're getting killed on screens. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, a lot of uh, Fox's um, threes um, and, and and Malik's threes are they're wide open. You know, um, off screen off screens, right? Yeah. And like so far, it seems like the only player that can fight over the screens is Andrew. Yeah, everyone is getting killed. Clay is getting murdered on those screens. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. it's so I don't, you know, I, I I didn't I didn't quite see um, Dante and Gary do a whole lot better, mm-hmm. um, but generally they they they'll do better, right? Generally they'll do better than uh, than than Steph or Clay, right? Um, um, and and for sure better than Jordan. Um, so, um, but still, you know, I, I feel it feels like for this game the only one that was like really consistently getting over screens was uh, was Wiggs, um, which which is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll definitely need a lot more from their bench in general. Uh because <laughs> man, I'll go back to uh my series preview and, you know, just say that like I I said, uh especially, 
you know, after the trade deadline, I was like, if we get Wiggins back and Peyton back, the perimeter defenders on this Warriors team, like they're, they're strong. And does another team have enough guys? Uh, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's been rendered completely moot, right? Because like Kaminga was one of those guys. He played four minutes in a big game, you know, DiVincenzo. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm curious to see what kind of uh, adjustments they'll make. I'm My worry after game one was a eh, maybe about a three. Uh, maybe yeah. it cre- crept up to four yesterday. <laughs> and then after this one, I'm about a six. I'm a six because you got two games we lost on the road. See what you can do when you get home. If you look good, then that's about a five for me. But then I saw some things in this that I'm like, can they figure that out? Like you're saying, can they figure it out? Because they're yeah. they're not trying to figure out one dude. They're trying to figure out a couple. And a couple of dudes, yeah. And like Pool, if he can't, we know he's not great defensively, but if he can't get going, and he he he'll play better at home. That's what we're hoping for that's what we're expecting but uh, again we'll see you know you just you know roll the ball out there and see see what happens man yeah it's crazy like you know i started that discord because i was like hey talk playoffs but like you kind of alluded to it might just turn into something where it's like (laughs) start looking at the nba draft (laughs) pretty soon um it might be pretty soon any any Final thoughts or observations you haven't you you want to mention? Uh, not really. Uh, let's let's go Warriors. Let's get these two at home. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very inspired. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 actually, maybe last thing is like you know, I, I think the whistle was actually pretty fair today. I, I, I didn't think it was egregious um, in any ways. Yeah, I mean the. Just the early third quarter, I felt was a little ticky tack and whatnot. Uh, some of those I felt were like, oh, come on, it's the playoffs, you know, like a little body bump yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah. like you said, it went both ways, right? Like uh, I mentioned earlier, the, the fouls were pretty much even. Um, it's just so happened that they were all clustered right then and there at the yeah, at the man. top of that third quarter. But like I said, it could have been worse, and the Warriors had their chances, right? If Draymond, I mean, hey, he gets kicked out, but like they had plenty of opportunities with him in the game to play better, you know? Absolutely. And Absolutely. And our, and our bench could have stepped up, you know, like mm-hmm. we squandered a bunch of possessions in that second quarter. We got outclassed by their bench, right? Like that, the, the game was right there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and the bench scoring was was ridiculous for uh, or the discrepancy was was ridiculous i forgot what yeah, it was but is. um you know anyway <sighs> moving on thank you for uh joining me man uh, after this uh thrilling loss <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that's why they play the games right yeah exactly so. it ain't over it ain't over all right so you can find calvin on twitter at cali calvin c-a-l-i C-A-L-V-I-N. But here he's known as Calvin in Seattle. All right, man. Thanks. See ya. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino 
or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Folk Society. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review, saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.